You should be saving for the future, but savings accounts suck, and investing can be scary. We combine the ease of savings with the real returns of investing. We call it Save Vesting, and it's only available in our new app, Stairs. Stairs offers 4-6% returns, no fees, and you can withdraw anytime. Do your future a favor. Visit StairsApp.com today. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected. CannabisRadio.com presents NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. The National Cannabis Industry Association is the only national trade organization representing the businesses of the legal cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice covers a range of topics, including the rapidly evolving political and policy changes that affect our industry, news and events of importance to cannabis professionals, and features on companies, individuals, and campaigns at the cutting edge of the cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice begins now. Hello, thanks for tuning in to another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Bethany Moore. I'm the Deputy Director of Communications at the National Cannabis Industry Association. Today, my guests are Jacob Ensline and Paul Koval. Jacob is a knowledgeable occupational safety and compliance expert with real-world experience in cannabis manufacturing. He graduated from Pitzer College with a mathematics degree in 2016 and has seven years of experience in cannabis manufacturing. In 2013, Jacob co-started and ran a Prop 215 extraction company and designed and operated closed-loop extraction systems and helped develop processing for distillation. Consulting since 2013, Jacob co-started AJ Cannabis Consulting LLC in 2019 and has been designing and commissioning hydrocarbon and ethanol cannabis extraction facilities around the country. Jacob is currently NCIA's Cannabis Manufacturing Committee organizer. And another member of our Cannabis Manufacturing Committee is Paul Koval. He's an intellectual property attorney and cannabis software executive with a deep background in science and technology. He's a registered patent attorney and has litigated complex intellectual property cases across the country. After a decade practicing law, Paul decided to enter the cannabis industry and launched a startup, Thalo Technologies, to develop software to help cannabis and hemp manufacturers better capture and interpret their lab data to make more profitable decisions. He is serving as vice chair of the Cannabis Manufacturing Committee and sitting by designation on NCIA's Policy Council as well. So both of them are also specifically on a subcommittee called the Nomenclature Subcommittee, and we'll get more into that later in this episode. Uh, let's start by getting to know you all a little bit more in addition to the introduction I shared. Paul, tell us more about your background and more about what you did before, before moving into the cannabis space. Hi, Bethany, and thanks for having me. Uh, before moving to the cannabis space, I was an intellectual property and civil litigation attorney. Um, that basically means that I spent a lot of time arguing about the meaning of words, everything from uh, what a word means in a patent claim to interpreting a contract uh, to evaluating the 
the truth of what's in an advertisement. A lot of intellectual property and, and civil litigation uh, arguments really boil down to disagreements over the interpretation of words. Uh, and so I spent a lot of my time um, arguing about what those words mean in a variety of different industries. I, my undergraduate was in chemistry. And so I did a lot of work in pharmaceuticals and industrial chemistry. But I also did a lot of work with things like smartphone apps and agricultural tech. Uh, and eventually I did a lot of work in the data industry for companies that combine data from a variety of sources to produce uh, advanced insights, kind of like um, data that forms a sum greater than the, or insights greater than the sum of the parts. Mm, gotcha. And well that Sorry, go ahead. Oh, it's okay. I was just emphasizing just words are so powerful. So uh, it, it's interesting uh, that you're going to move into some of this nomenclature work, but please finish. Sure, yeah. And that that background really is what led into my entrance into the uh, cannabis industry. I, I spotted a, uh, a use for the combination of chemistry and data science in the cannabis manufacturing sector. And so I, I launched a company uh, Thalo Technologies to develop software around those two um, subject matters. Excellent. And Jacob, what's your story? What did you do before getting involved in in the cannabis industry here? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I was studying math in in college at Pitzer in California when I first got interested in in making my own concentrates and hash. Um, and by the time I graduated school. Uh, California had legalized. So I was uh, very excited to take part in California's uh, public outreach uh, initiatives during the regulation forming period. Um, yeah, so I, I kind of feel like I've sort of always been contributing my time to the cannabis industry. Well, that's awesome for sure. So now each of you are fully engaged in the cannabis industry. Each of you have companies that are working with our industry or members of NCIA as well. Um, Paul, tell me more about your company, Thalo Technologies, and, and what's happening this year. Sure. So Thalo is a lab information management software for cannabis and hemp manufacturers. Uh, at, at BASIC, we help manufacturers collect, uh, organize, analyze and interpret all of their manufacturing details from the uh, initial solvent temperatures all the way through to uh, refinement settings and um, you know the size of your filter paper. We'll collect all of that data and help manufacturers uh, better understand it to make more profitable and more informed business decisions. Excellent. And Jacob, uh, what's what's the newest with AJ Cannabis Consulting, and, and what's your focus this year? Well, recently we've we've been doing a lot of facility designs and build outs, so a lot of process train engineering and the product design, but really within the context of, of compliance and application work, we, uh, we we really focus on everything post processing, so like after the cultivation running the gamut from CBD isolate to all the various types of concentrates and uh, hashes and distillates and what have you. Our, our end goal really is to help people just make the best extracts they can. Excellent. And the Cannabis Manufacturing Committee itself, um, it's one of NCIA's 13 or maybe now 14 committees. Uh, you all are pretty busy this year. 
Um, I know, I know there's a lot of, uh, um, there's a product safety series that you're working on, but do you want to just briefly talk more about the nomenclature subcommittee? Um, and we're, we're kind of touched on it already, but let's just talk a little bit more about the committee itself, as well as this subcommittee and, and what you hope to accomplish. Paul? Sure. So the nomenclature subcommittee was formed about a year and a half ago to really develop a glossary of cannabis manufacturing terms, a glossary that would be um, useful in a couple of ways. Um, first, it uh, starts by just kind of documenting what the definitions are of certain terms as the, the subcommittee could best understand them. Um, and we tried to combine those definitions from a variety of geographic sources, from uh, different aspects of the cannabis industry, uh, so that we could um, get a consistent and holistic picture of how terminology is being used. We recently published that glossary uh, in January on the NCIA blog. Yes, absolutely. Um, that blog was published in late January. It's called The Language of the Cannabis Industry, Developing a Commercial Manufacturing Glossary uh, that, that begins this overview as well. Um, so thanks for covering that as well. There's, there's a lot going on with the committees. There's a lot of thinking about future proofing. There's a lot of talk of uh, GMPs and all the other acronyms out there as well. I'm, I'm really excited to see all the work our committees have been doing as well. And we're really poised uh, in, in all these conversations to get ahead of federal legalization, which we're all hoping for. It's not a guarantee anytime soon, but uh, with the new Congress and, and with just the balance of power, we're seeing uh, more opportunities to get our priority legislation pushed along as well. So I'm, I'm just really proud of all the work the committees have definitely been doing. And I know further along in the conversation here, we're going to take a deep dive into the power of words and how it how it's going to impact our industry and why it's important as well. Um, so thank you both again for continuing to do this work. Uh, gosh, how many people are on the committee? I was I was just taking a look. There's a lot of great NCIA members sitting on the cannabis manufacturing committee as well. And I know you all have a lot of plans for the education that you'll be rolling out here. Uh, as we go forward. Uh, but let's go ahead and take our first commercial break, and that'll give our audience a time to go search for that article so they can peruse it during the commercials. Once again, it's the, lang the language of the cannabis industry, developing a commercial manufacturing glossary. On that note, let's take our first commercial break, and then we'll be right back to chat more with Paul and Jacob from the Cannabis Manufacturing Committee here at NCIA. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. 
Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, we're back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Bethany Moore with NCIA. And my two guests today is Paul Koble from Thalo Technologies and Jacob Ensline from AJ Cannabis Consulting. So let's go ahead and dive into your subcommittee, Cannabis Nomenclature, and talk about what it is you're doing. I, I see tons of value in having shared language in our industry. Is there a difference between terminology or jargon and nomenclature? I think many, many of us know the basics like a cannabinoid or a terpene or what have you, but there's, there's definitely a lot more to it. So, uh, Paul, tell me more about this nomenclature project. Sure. Terminology and jargon and nomenclature are really, they're different ways of uh, looking at or different aspects to um, a shared vocabulary. Terminology is um, at its most granular level, the definitions of terms, the, the individual definitions of what words mean. Uh, nomenclature is a little bit broader and is about having a uniform and consistent set of terminology with consistent tautology and uh, rules that everyone is is working from. Um, it, it, having a consistent nomenclature is important because it gets everyone on the same page and it facilitates communication among businesses and between businesses and, and consumers. And ultimately, it makes an industry more efficient. Um, cannabis has a rather unique position with regard to this development um, from decades of prohibition followed by state-led legalization we're seeing kind of a fractured nomenclature a, a patchwork of what terms mean that can vary uh, from jurisdiction to jurisdiction across the country um, this I think is is felt somewhat acutely in the manufacturing component where companies are constantly innovating new products with new characteristics and they've, they've all got to be called something. Um, but what they are called can change slightly or significantly from, from region to region. So we set out to create this uh, manufacturing glossary, which is essentially uh, the definitions as they are currently being used out in uh, the industry as best we could understand them. And the purpose of the glossary is, is really kind of threefold. Uh, first, it serves to memorialize the currently accepted uh, definitions or how people are currently using some of these terms, which uh, is very persuasive evidence from a, a legal perspective to have it come from a trade industry association such as NCIA. Hmm. Um, and second, it can also, just having this out there can help to stabilize the fracturing of these definitions by, by having a flagpole out there um, that people can turn to that can help prevent some, some future fracturing of, of definitions. And finally, it can serve as a basis for discussion. It can, it can serve as a platform where we can look and have a reasoned discussion about what these terms do mean and what they should mean going forward in this industry. 
Yeah, that's so important. And I mean, it makes me think about some words that I thought I knew what they meant, but then I hear that words maybe don't mean what I think they mean. Uh, Like over the last few years, I've heard indica and sativa, for example. I used to think indica meant, well, it's time to go to sleep, use an indica. (laughs) Um, But that's not necessarily true, I've found out. Um, Are there some examples like this or maybe some even more relevant examples about conflict in terminology, Jacob? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that's an excellent example to bring up because uh, the, the indica versus sativa, I don't know what we want to call it, debacle, if, if you will, is, is, is really interesting because it doesn't change the way I don't think anyone really cultivates or produces cannabis products, but it does change the way we culturally think and talk about cannabis, right? Instead of it being two species that are coming together to hybridize into different strains, now we think of one species that just has a lot of biodiversity. And maybe that speaks more to like greater cultural conversations that are happening today beyond cannabis. But it's also a really interesting intersection between sort of the science and culture of, of, of what's going on b- behind a lot of these words. But yeah, in terms of other conflict, you, you think of terms like a live resin or, or full spectrum who, whose meaning, I think, are really much bigger ideas than any one producer's attempt to bring them to market. And so to create an environment in which we can invite as many people as possible to continue contributing to the meaning of these words in a constructive way, I, I, I think is a great way of continuing the, the sort of cultural conversation we were having pre-legalization, like through legalization into a future in which, um, yeah, hopefully, like, like we're saying, there could continue being a lot of innovation and competition and not just like fracturing of definitions. Sure, sure, that makes sense. And, and like eventually this will get down to the, the customer, the consumer as well, uh, eventually. <laughs> Paul, did you have anything to, to add to that? I, I think what you guys brought up uh, really highlights one of the biggest challenges in, in coming up with a shared nomenclature. It's not necessarily deciding what the, the words are and what they should mean. That's kind of the, the fun part of it. But the hard part is actually getting it to be implemented on a consistent level. I mean, most of the industry from a scientific level understands that indica and sativa are worthless distinctions these days, but they're still being used because Mm -hmm. uh, they're, true or not, an effective way of communicating a concept. It's like a household term now, even though it's a little bit off. (laughs) Exactly. So coming up with a consistent nomenclature is going to change a wide or require widespread change. Absolutely. And and on the policy side of this discussion of nomenclature, I I did quickly want to mention um, listeners may notice that NCIA, I on this podcast, we use the phrase adult use rather than recreational to describe non-medical cannabis laws for adults over 21. Um, There's an importance to words and why we use them. And I think you would agree with that, Paul. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of implications to why we would use adult use 
rather than recreational, um, which we, we can get into another time. But here's another big picture definition. There's the cannabis industry. There's the hemp industry. What is marijuana? What is it not? Can we can we settle the debate here or not? And and why does it matter? I mean, the hemp industry may want to distance themselves um, politically or in a regulatory fashion from marijuana in some cases, but not in others. Is is that right, Jacob? Yeah. Well. I think looking at the fact that some people would would want to distance their hemp businesses from what culturally may be perceived as marijuana products, I, I think should should be a a interest. I think it should uh, cause a lot of people to think more about why we use the term marijuana and how it's been used in the past and where it comes from. Because if you look at a term like cannabis, which oddly enough is an ancient, like is our pronunciation of an ancient Latin name for the plant, which only exists in the modern lexicon because taxonomists at some point wanted to use Latin to name things in an attempt to be nice. Whereas the reasons we have marijuana today in the lexicon, I think can definitely be seen as far, far less than nice. So, you know, what terms we use to, to, to talk about things in the future. I mean, for me, it's obvious what word I would want to use to, to, to describe the plant. But I think our attempt in making this glossary, like I was saying earlier, is really to invite a cultural discussion where we all can decide on what words should be used in the future. Absolutely. I very much agree with that. And, and I'm looking forward to seeing seeing the evolution of that shared language as well. Um, do you have any thoughts to add before we take our commercial break, Paul? Yeah, I mean, I think that the, the marijuana, hemp, cannabis um, discussion, really, it, it invokes tensions from uh, a lot of different uh, communities. You've got a scientific components, you've got a cultural component. Um, and you've got a regulatory component. A lot of these terms are, for better or worse, baked into our current laws and regulations. Um, and so all of that kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier, where uh, coming up with a standardized nomenclature and verbiage for the industry is um, a large task, and it is going to take the buy-in of all the various stakeholders of the industry. Very true. All right, we're going to take our last commercial break and then we'll be right back to wrap up our conversation with Jacob and Paul from NCIA's Cannabis Manufacturing Committee. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. (laughs) They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA free and lead free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold. 
old, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for Smart Pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, we're back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Bethany Moore with NCIA, and I've been talking with a couple members from NCIA's Cannabis Manufacturing Committee, uh, Paul and Jacob, specifically the Nomenclature Subcommittee. And there's a lot of projects going on with your committee this year. Um, <laughs> I'm seeing all the all the blogs you're planning to write, and, and uh, it's a very active committee as well. And we already mentioned earlier that blog from January 19th, but I definitely encourage our readers to go check it out and uh, follow some of the the work that your committee will be contributing to NCIA's resources uh, into the future. Did uh, did you want to talk a little bit about more about what the committee's working on this year, bigger picture? Sure. I'll mention a few of the other things uh, that the committee's working on. But before I did that, I also wanted to invite all listeners. We are, we are actively seeking feedback on the manufacturing glossary as it's been put out now. And we're actively uh, working on version two to incorporate the feedback that we've received so far. So I do want to encourage everyone to uh, review the glossary and submit feedback and submit additional terms or modifications. Um, that is the purpose uh, of this project, um, a large purpose of it. It's a living document, I suppose, is, is the phrase for that, right? Absolutely. Our goal is to regularly iterate on it uh, and build off of it so that it is uh, constantly reflecting the state of the industry. Great. And and it, people can submit those comments at a link that we provided in that blog, the language of the cannabis industry, developing a commercial manufacturing glossary. So head to that blog. And if you would like to contribute to that discussion, to this document, to this, uh, to this glossary, uh, please check it out and contribute as well. I want to quickly mention um, how much I'm looking forward to getting back to trade shows and seeing people in person. It's a few more months away, but NCIA has uh, nailed down the dates for our next two trade shows, at least at this point. Um, the Midwest Cannabis Business Conference will take place September 22nd and 23rd in Detroit, Michigan. And then our big, big show, the seventh annual Cannabis Business Summit and Expo will be in San Francisco, December 15th, 16th, and 17th. Of course, we took that Cannabis Business Summit and Expo online last fall uh, while we were all um, sitting at home, social distancing, not really leaving our house, but I really am looking forward to September to, to seeing all these NCIA members in person. Um, I might not shake, I might not be ready to shake hands. There might be elbow bumps or toe taps or something, but it's, it's going to be great to interact, to go to those panel sessions in person, to run into someone in the hallway and share your ideas um, and that's really part of the community part of NCIA, in addition to all the education 
and the advocacy and policy work that we're doing all the time. And between now and then, of course, NCIA has a weekly webinar series that we put on so you can continue staying in touch, getting educated, hearing from thought leaders at NCIA through our webinar series, uh, which are all complementary to NCIA's uh, members as well. And if you're not yet a member of NCIA, we also launched some new membership tiers this year. Uh, you know, the organization's been around for over 10 years now. So we've upgraded our membership packages and we now offer seedling for industry startups, blooming membership for market influencers, and our brand new top tier membership level called Evergreen. That one has a lot of benefits that put a seat at the table for bigger companies, multi-state operators, and more who really want to get involved in influencing policy at the national level. So please check out NCIA's membership levels. If you're in the cannabis industry and not yet a member of NCIA, this is the year to jump in. Join now. Start getting into our webinars. Think about joining a committee later this year when the terms open up and you get to work with great people like Paul and Jacob, for example. So just keep in mind that NCIA is chugging along and we look forward to seeing you all in person at those shows later in the year. Well, we've got just a minute left, but I wanted to thank you both, Jacob and Paul, for joining me today. Uh, where can people find out more about your company, Paul, and anything else you'd like to add as we wrap up? Sure. People can find out more about Thalo at Thalo.io. That's T-H-A-L-O.io or email me directly at Paul at Thalo.io. Perfect. Jacob, where can people find out more about AJ Consulting? Yeah, ajcannabisconsulting.com. Likewise, you can email AJ at ajcannabisconsulting.com. Um, greatly appreciate you having us on with the opportunity to talk about all this stuff. Greatly appreciate all the work you both are doing with the committee as well. And I look forward to working with you all on, on more of these projects as well. So keep up the good work. And thanks everybody for tuning in to another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. Until next time. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited. What's with Mountain Dew? Mountain Dew is like a zipline of incredible flavor directly into your brain. Mountain Dew is like getting punched in the mouth with pure neon refreshment that creates a neural explosion sending flavor shards of electric brain pulses into your very core of being. Okay, maybe that's a little over the top, but you get the idea. The fact is, the mind-bending challenge of describing the taste of Mountain Dew is way harder than just experiencing it. That, of course, is easy. Just grab a nice cold Dew, crack it open, and toss them back. Mountain Dew. Do the Dew. Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty? 
sizzling to perfection. It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now enjoy a large iced coffee for just two bucks and a breakfast sandwich to make a meal. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. 